Welcome to Spirits Podcast Minisode number one. Hey. hey. October is the most spirited of months. I love October so much. I love Halloween. You said October. October. I love October. <laughs> I love Halloween in October. Uh, it's it's quite an alcoholic month, right? Yes. With like apple cider mm. becoming, you know, the the best uh, cider, right? Like you know, alcoholic yeah. cider. I'm thinking like hot toddies and hot stuff. Toddies, this is like the whiskey, season of hot toddies. Uh, Oktoberfest beer. Come mm. on, y'all. And also, it is the most ghostly spirited of months because yes. of Halloween. So oh. anyway, we're bringing you this special Halloween themed bonus mini-sode. I don't know what our branding is, but uh, we're going to have hopefully more in the future, you know, around other kind of holidays and, and mythological things. So, Julia, what are we discussing today? Jack-o'-lanterns, the most Halloween October-themed thing. They are. Why are, Why is it O-lantern? Why is it Irish? Because it is Irish, actually. Oh, Good really? call, Amanda. Oh, my God. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. So, we're actually going to talk about it because the Irish weren't the first ones to start carving faces into gourds. That's very specific, <laughs> and I like it already. But they're the ones who kind of, uh, we think of the classic jack-o'-lantern was first made in Ireland. Take me through the history. Here we go. Ireland, not the first to carve the gourds. The Maori, dating back to like 700 years, started making lanterns out of gourds. Makes sense. Which we love them. They made, they gave us Maui. We love the Maori they did. quite a bit. The Maori, like really, you know, a team in terms of uh, interestingness and like density and difference of mythology. Like a lot of cannibalism, always fun. Gourds that they carved into um, lanterns, which is really interesting. And actually in uh, Maori, the word for gourd is the same as like lampshade. Nice. Which I think is hysterical. Nice. I mean, there, are, there aren't that many natural um, things that are kind of flame retardant, right? right. Like, the, like the outside of the gourd can be rained on and the light inside is still fine. That's true. The inside you can scoop it out and it's not going to singe it or like set a, set a flame. You can also eat it. Uh, I suppose you can also eat it later, though I'm not one for the... the well, no, when you, like, scoop out the insides. Right, you can you can do something with that. Yeah. But, like, I mean, what else are you going to do? You know, like, you can't carve a wooden thing. You can't use a stone. Right. You know, yeah. there are few Until metalwork comes into play, then. Yep. The Irish actually started using jack-o'-lanterns to celebrate their Halloweens in the 19th century. But, and it's the same sort of, like, carved face that we think of? Um... Yeah, actually, really? which is really interesting. Um, originally, they used turnips, which I think are <laughs> kind of small to be doing. They are small. I, you mean, but you I guess can... if it's just one candle, it's not so bad. Like like a votive a votive jack o' lantern. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Halloween was the festival of Samhain, which yes. I want to talk about at some point. We'll we get will. there maybe next Halloween. Next Halloween, yeah. Um, so they had this worship and this sort of festival for the souls of the dead who would roam the earth because at Samhain, the veil between the living and the dead was the thinnest. thinnest. Yes. Ah, Amanda knows her Halloween lore there. Uh, I have, only because of Halloween Town? Nope, only because, uh, yes, primarily because of Halloween Town. <laughs> and also because of the excellent uh, James Joyce short story, The Dead, which discusses a dinner party and the veil. Interesting. I didn't know that, actually. It does. It's I'll quite good. i have to read that at some point. It's quite good. It's like the Irish short story that people make you study. There are better other ones and ones written by women as well, but uh, it's a pretty good one. Fair enough. Um, so because the souls of the dead are roaming the earth on Halloween, uh, jack-o'-lanterns were made in order to kind of represent the spirits and the supernatural beings, but also to ward them off. So creepy face in a gourd yep. scares away ghosts. 
I mean, we did something similar with the walk walks, right? In the Philippines where you sort of like, by acknowledging them, you tell them you don't have to come here because we already know what you are. That's true. That makes sense. Maybe it's a respect thing, you know, like, hey, we recognize that you're here. This is our little homage to you. Please go elsewhere. So they would put the jack-o'-lanterns on their windowsills because it would ward off the spirits from coming inside Mm -hmm. the house, which makes sense. Additionally, you know how witches... um, Right around on broomsticks. They do. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. The broom was actually used in cleansing ceremonies. If you swept the door away with this broom, it would keep evil evil spirits away. I like that a lot. I mean, I you know you know that I love me a good cleansing ritual, oh, right? I know you and like do. burning the sage and kind of purifying the space. I mean, there are kind of different iterations of the same instinct in in so many cultures. Interestingly, jack o' lanterns were also said to um, like be the souls that instead of warding away souls, it would trap souls and they would be stuck in the jack o' lantern as part of their purgatory. Oh no! Only non Christian souls, though, of course. Uh, right, so, okay, this so is the like most the, Irish thing that could possibly happen. You know, you uh, you pissed off Granny. Well, Granny's going to keep you in a turnip on her windowsill for the rest of her earthly life. Sucks for you. Sucks to be you. I'm also hearing similarities to kind of Mexican Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. That was a really good pronunciation. That was probably the best pronunciation we've had on spirits at any point. There are similarities, right? Because like that, the sort of um, ritual of you know sending out an altar on the grave of the, you know, beloved souls who are going to be visiting, uh, kind of like our Haitian Erzuli that we talked about. And also you kind of use, from what I understand, lanterns to kind of light the way to and from the graveyard for the souls. I don't know if it's to lead them into it or to lead them out of it, um, but there is some kind of like, you know, using kind of lanterns and fire and light to sort of either create an altar or a space or a border or a, something or other. It's super interesting talking about the way that we use light to guide spirits mm-hmm. because interestingly, the original uh, entomology of the jack-o'-lantern yeah. came from the same place as the will-o'-the-wisp. Really? Um, and do you know what a will-o'-the-wisp is? I think it's some kind of like bobbing light in the marshes. Yes. Okay. It's actually supposed to be a meteorological thing where it's gases and bog lights and stuff like that. Oh, like a little phenomenon where like weird chemistry bioluminescence right. happens. Yeah. Um, so that's what it actually is. Oh. But um, people in England would say that it's a spirit, a mischievous spirit that would lead travelers astray. They would get like stuck style. in the mud or get lost and die of starvation. Yeah. And I love that the Will-O-The-Wisp is an example of a spirit leading humans astray. And the jack-o'-lantern is humans sort of taming that, right? Like they're using the fire instead to lead spirits in a different direction. You know, like instead of luring the child into the forest, the forest is like setting up a barrier and be like, nope, nope, not happening here. I mean, yeah, that's just the UK going, okay. We, we have this one. We have something else to balance it out now. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And, and how do you know, did it sort of leap from Maori to Ireland or kind of both decided to carve gourds? I think it's just both decided to carve gourds. With yeah. the Maori, it wasn't necessarily the spirit uh, association. Just a, a practical Just usage. the practical, like, we're going to carve yeah. some gourds now kind of cool. thing. Cool. And the Irish are like, well, we've figured out all the ways to eat a potato. Uh, and so we're going to have to figure out how to use turnips other than turnip mash. Interestingly, the first pop culture reference to the jack-o'-lantern was in The Legend of Sleepy Hollow book. 
Really? Mm-hmm. New England. In, in yeah. America, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right. they had it in Ireland, but they the first did. use of it in America was the Sleepy Hollow myth. Fascinating. Which and I, really I cool. love how it's how Halloween has become worldwide known as an American thing. Mm-hmm. And this jack-o'-lantern we have is like totally purloined from our, you know, colonial overlords. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Julia, are you planning on carving any jack-o'-lanterns this Halloween? Uh, no, but Jake is doing a haunted house this year, so we're gonna... Jake, our uh, resident cryptozoologist, is really into Halloween, guys. He's super into Halloween. Halloween is him. It's, he is that's Halloween. That's his jam. They are one. He Every single year, he does something spooky. He's run a haunted house literally the eight years that I've dated him for Halloween. Like a dozen plus rooms. Isn't it like multiple stories? Oh, well, this or one's not tent. multiple stories, but yeah. yeah. It's super intense. It's real. There's going to be a Krampus room this year. Ooh, stay tuned, y'all, for a, a Krampus bag. episode. I'm sure it's going to be awesome whatever he does decide to make. I have a bunch of those little like bumpy gourds, <laughs> like little teeny tiny ones in a bowl on my uh, on my new kind of sideboard, and I just love them. They look unlovable and ugly, but I will love them and buy them. I just have a butternut squash sitting in my kitchen right now maybe i'll carve that at some point yep cool irish style um all right well we wish all of you a very happy halloween if you celebrate it if not you know get some uh, Oktoberfest beer or some apple cider alcoholic or not and uh, and raise a glass or go buy some cheap candy november 1st oh man my favorite tradition y'all cvs yo cvs Dwayne reed walgreens your drugstore of choice head in there on november 1st slash 2nd even sometimes on the evening of Halloween, they'll sell it really cheap. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and stack up. Get it. Get, Get it. those fun size candy bars. See, we don't just provide intellectual knowledge. We provide some practical tips for, for daily living. Cool. Anyway, catch us uh, next week for a regular uh, normal spirits Full episode. Full-size episode. Full-size episode. Oh, it's this fun-size episode. Oh, oh so cute. cute. So cute. Anyway, we'll catch you then. Happy Halloween. Spirits was created by Julia Shafini and me, Amanda McLaughlin. It's edited by Eric Schneider with music by Kevin McLeod and visual design by Allison Wakeman. Subscribe to Spirits on your preferred podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr at Spirits Podcast. On our Patreon page, patreon.com slash spiritspodcast, you can sign up for exclusive content like behind-the-scenes photos, audio extras, director's commentary, blooper reels, and beautiful recipe cards with custom drink and snack pairings. If you like the show, please share with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time.